da 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 Hello everyone, welcome to the Mandalorian review from Popcorn Heroes, a weekly review for mm. season two. Hello, I am Armando. Hi. With me, as always, is Pedro. How you doing? Hello, hello. And God's gift, Orlando. Yo, yo. What's going on, man? What's uh, going did on, Did you man? guys like season two, episode one of Mandalorian? Are we going right into our numbers? I mean, I don't. I, it's more of discussion, dude. This is a. Uh, oh, okay. We're, we're I, going. I, 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 I didn't so, know if you wanted to number each episode. What, what, what we've usually done is just gone straight into it. Like this is spoiler free, man. You know. We can do that. We're not. There's no pre this, pre that. This is season two. You know, you're watching this because you saw season one already. Like this is Fair spoilers. Enough. Spoilers. This whole this whole entire weekly episodic thing we're doing is going to be spoilers up the ass mm-hmm. and potential future things that could happen yeah so how did you guys feel think about this latest episode the season opener I really liked it I'm glad that it still had the western vibe and I liked that it felt like an episodic adventure but at the same time, it felt like it progressed the main story forward just a bit, which is always good because it, it did both. It did world building, plus it did, um, you know, the, the, the story was going somewhere, well, yeah, which is it, always it, nice. It essentially progressed the story with two, two lines he had. You know, I'm looking for more Mandalorians to reunite the child with his people. <laughs> That's all you needed to progress the story. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> well I mean, a, a, a lot of the Boba Fett stuff was was big with progression. Because he's clearly going to be... I mean, I wouldn't say clearly. He's clearly going to be some type of antagonist coming up, you would think. Because th- th- there was so much setup. That was his armor, right? That was Boba Fett's armor, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, they're pretty much confirming that that filler episode that we were all kind of like, eh, last year, last season, the one in Tatooine where they killed, uh, they killed Mulan, <laughs> Ming-Na Wen, and then there was uh, these boots that kind of showed up dead? next to her. Was Mulan Yeah, dead? dude, she got super dead. Because I remember him picking her up. Oh, he shoots her, right? That's what it was. No, no, he doesn't shoot her. What shot her was like the rookie kid. To get information on Mando. And then her body was there. He just left the body. And then you see some mysterious boots mm-hmm. walk over. And everyone's like, oh, that's Boba. And that's it. And then there was nothing for the rest of the season. And we're just like, fuck was the point of that? Now it seems like it was Boba. Because they went back to Tatooine. And there he is. That's clearly Boba Fett. Because it's the same actor that played as all the other clones. And that armor, Orlando, was the exact Boba armor because it, it well confirmed it was the dent on the helmet, which is like a classic Boba thing. And um, and he probably got it when Boba escaped from the Sarlacc pit. And that's probably why the coloring is all fucked up, too, because maybe, I don't know, some type of acid, some type of damage from being in the stomach of this creature. So, I mean, they're clearly going to dive into it later, but that's kind of the gist of what they were going for. Like, yeah, he's alive. And I'm guessing he's going to want his armor back because that's kind of how they ended it 
with him driving off into the sunset with the armor and Boba's like overlooking it like give my shit so oh that, I'm that guessing was that's gonna be that was Boba who was looking who was looking on the on on, on him mm-hmm. yeah at the yeah. end of the episode that was Boba I mean it's technically possible that it could be Rex or someone else that's a clone but I'm 99.9% sure it is Boba yeah it, you, you gotta think about it. this is after the end of the Empire and if we go by the canon Rex at this point is um he's old with white hair so that was yeah he, he he fought on the battle of endor you're right he did have a beard so yeah that couldn't have been rex that was not rex that was definitely bubba yeah yeah so wait bubba doesn't uh, age what do you mean well, i didn't hear you so what are you trying to say bubba doesn't age no they do age no, he... but rex is older than bubba because bubba was a little kid during the clone wars <laughs> I, I, I like how you call him bubba <laughs> Bubba Gump, Bubba Gump shrimp man. Uh, what did you oh, think about Orlando? Yeah. I enjoyed it. I think it's. I mean, it's one of the strongest episodes of Mandalorian in general. So, I really Why enjoyed did you feel it. That way? Maybe, maybe it was like just Timothy Oliphant's character was just really like compelling and it, and it kind of showed a little bit of background what happened with the empire and then like the the raiders mm-hmm. that came in it was just it was just well written and and like just a solid episode like there wasn't like Pedro said it was like filler but the, the good amount of filler where like it progressed the story just a little bit um and yeah like the even like the cgi with the 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 whatever that with shit was called the dragon that shit was really cool like it the and like it added so much more lore with the um the sand people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this is it was overall great, overall just a, a great episode for sure. I got a uh, cowboys and Indians vibe with them and the sand people. You know that they were very tribal, and it's not necessarily that they're villains because you know in all the old cowboy movies it's like oh the Indians are killing us. It's like nah, you're just fucking on their land and that's essentially what they were kind of doing like oh you started a town in their land so yeah of course you guys are going to fight so it, it, it that's just threw in further the the western parallel and uh and it was just kind of nice to have a little dragon in a cave and them working together type of trope like that's that's trope for sure that's always done but it's it was nice to see that in the star wars um mythos yeah, there was even a funny. There was even a funny callback, which I, I didn't catch, but someone brought it up, and it was exact. The part where Timothy Oliphant has the the armor on, he's got the jetpack ready, and he's kind of telling Mando when the dragon's coming towards him, like I'll help you, and then he hits him the, on the back with the jetpack, and the jetpack just malfunctions and goes nuts. Yeah, it's like almost frame for frame of the malfunction that Boba has in Return of the Jedi when Han wax it in the same spot so it's pretty much showing that that jetpack has a huge malfunction when you hit it in the right <laughs> spot but it but it was the same like sideways zip where it almost looked like someone pulled you with a wire yeah um so it almost looked like a practical effect it was just a funny little thing and i i didn't catch it till someone side by sided both scenes and i started cracking i was like oh my god it even looks like like you just got yanked i thought That's it was a cool, cool. little uh, like super in-depth easter egg to it yeah obviously feloni's feloni's doing no no doubt yeah for sure uh, this episode was essentially written and directed by Jean Favreau, so mm. which is pretty cool. I actually, I actually didn't catch that. Yeah. Yep. Well, no, directed by. F- oh no no no! My bad. I'm looking at season one. You're looking at the wrong. You are correct. Off. 
You are correct. Chapter 9, John Favreau, John Favreau. Very nice. Yeah. But of course, you know, John Favreau's doing this very closely with Dave Filoni. So, yeah. You know, Dave Filoni for sure did all these little things so people could know, could catch that, like you said. Yeah. You know? um, Have you guys ever watched uh, Deadwood? No. No. So, in Deadwood, Timothy Oliphant is the main character that's a sheriff of a town so it felt very deadwoodish and in the show deadwood there's a like a bartender slash hitman and he has this uh like buddy hate relationship with the sheriff anyways they got that actor back to play as the alien bartender because i recognized nice. his voice and when i looked it up it was him so that's just that's another awesome. big callback of that you know they were clearly referencing like deadwood western uh the the whole sheriff uh of the town protecting the town type thing so i i just i just love that like all all together that's pretty sweet another really surprising cool. cameo i don't know if you guys noticed in the credits it showed john leguizamo's name yeah i noticed that one on the credits so so who I was i recognize his voice in the very beginning when he was in that um the boxing cyclops. match essentially and then the cyclops was uh I, I, what were they trying to do a deal for information to find mm-hmm. more mandos is that what yeah. it was yeah, yeah. He, he knew he, he was a he was a mandalorian hunter essentially yeah so he he went to him to see if he could help him find some mandalorians and he kind of yeah betrayed him yeah so john leguizamo was the uh the cyclops and I thought that was a cool scene because it showed an underworld to to Star Wars. Like, uh, we knew there was an underworld because we saw Jabba and, you know, all the Han Solo shit. But I'm also so used to the episodes where they don't really dive into that too much. So it was kind of nice to just see that again. And I and that was something that I really wanted to see more in this show. And I'm glad they, they, they did it by showing, uh, you know, the, the typical boxing matches that... Um, that are super oh, rigged. They call it. There you go, rigged. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, where they're super rigged and everything. So it just felt like like a crime movie, and um, and and, and I liked that it almost like switched genres on you in that episode. So it was kind of cool to see to see that part of it, and it, it, it'd be nice to see more of that. I'm trying yeah, to look at what cool. else. Um, I didn't catch this the first time. There it is. I didn't catch it the first time, but there is a Kotar Knights of the Old Republic reference in this show. Oh, shit. So when they kill the crate dragon, an egg comes out. And then yeah, I'm sure you remember when, right the, when the sand people go fucking crazy and they're like, ah, that fucking The pearl. Yeah. So I barely remembered this. I had to look it up and go, oh, yeah, I kind of remember that. There's a mission in there's a mission in Kotar where you need to kill a crate dragon. And then the egg is like a pearl. And that material is used to create lightsabers sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, so that could be the reason why they got so excited for it. Whether they'll yeah. use it for a lightsaber or not. I mean, I no. doubt it, but it was no, just it was just a cool it. little throwback. Yeah, it's a it's a very, very rare uh, pearl. So it's worth like, you know, whatever billions of uh, millions of credits, and mm. so they, you know, they're they're definitely gonna sell it because they're scavengers and stuff. Um, what what I f- did find interesting about this episode that I you know I read an article about it, and they say that um, 
it's possible that uh, Timothy Oliphant's character, um, he might have been lying of how he got the armor, Baba Fett's armor, to the Mandalorian. Mm. Because in the book, they 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 uh they talk about how the armor came back from the Sarlacc pit. Um, so there's a I'll read a small thing here. It says mm. uh Boba Fett's armor was set up in the aftermath book, right? So you have to read the aftermath okay. book. In, in the book, Vanif takes it after shooting a member of the crime syndicate, the Red Key Raiders. But the Mandalorian, but in the Mandalorian, he gets it after wandering in a desert without water. Yeah. Uh, af- and, and exchanges his uh, crystals for the suit of the Mandalorian armor. Mm-hmm. It is possible that Disney could have retconned it since, you know, they don't give a fuck about anything. Yeah. Or it could be that he's just simply lying to the Mandalorian about it. So, mm-hmm. um, they're saying that he, he probably did lie to the Mandalorian to get him on his side to help him uh, kind of, you know, save the city in itself. So, and for mm. the, for, so the Mandalorian also wouldn't kill him because, you know, you, if you if you stole yeah. it off of somebody else, you know the Mandalorian could have just easily killed them. You know, yeah, it's so, possible they could do the whole un they could do the unreliable narrator bit. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely possible. But honestly, my money's more on a retcon, just because something similar happened with the novel, the book Ahsoka, which came out way before season seven of Clone Wars came out. And then that book explained how she survived Order sixty six, and then when and then when season seven finally came out, we got to watch it. It was fucking awesome. But people that had read the books, people that had read the books, were saying, "Oh no, there was complete like differences with the way she met and fought uh, uh, Darth Maul to the way she actually escaped. It was completely different from what they wrote in the book. So that's just a straight up retcon, obviously. So." Yeah, part of me thinks that that article could be right and he lied. But just because of that f- mistake with Ahsoka, I'm thinking it really is just a retcon and they thought, this sounds better. So Damn. That's insane that they're retconning their own fucking books. Yeah, exactly. Especially when they were like, oh, all these books are going to be, you know, canon and all that. And then you're going to retcon a couple scenes. I mean, there's small retcons that's fine and dandy, but it still kind of hurts your cred a bit when you're like... These writers that are writing these books, they don't mean shit because yeah. the show or the movies are going to override it anyways, like 100%. Because that's the more important canon, essentially. Yeah, the more important canon. But That's pretty, yeah. that's pretty shitty. So, yeah, so my, my, my money's on a, on, a, on a quiet retcon, but who knows? We could be... You, you, that, that article could be right. And it could be the unreliable narrator bit because... I don't remember them ever doing flashbacks in the first season, so it could be that that flashback is just a lie. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember that. Well, there is flashbacks when he was a child. Oh, uh, you're right, you're right. But, you're right. but other characters' flashbacks, you never really saw that. Did, no, um, like not even. Did, did the wrestler Cara have Dune? one? I think the wrestler had one, right? What's her name? The MMA fighter. Who? Her name. No, she didn't have one. Cara Dune. She yeah. didn't have one. She didn't have one. I could have sworn she had one. No, she didn't have one. So yeah, so it's interesting that they're showing someone else's flashback. You know, it was um, mm-hmm. they showed they hadn't done that before. Oh no, they showed the village, the villagers from that one thing. They showed flashbacks of when they were peaceful, and how mm-hmm. they got 
when they got raided. The first oh, time. yeah, there's that too. So I guess there are flashbacks, but we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll see, we'll see. But like I said, my money's, Very on, the, minimal. I'm, my yeah. money's on the retcon. Yeah, man. So but, this episode was really good. I, I enjoyed the whole battle. That mon- the, yes. the, the dragon looked really great. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it, the, the way they filmed this, it's just, it feels real, you know? Not feels mm-hmm. real. You know, it's all fake, but the environments feel real. Yeah. feel like they're part of it. it it feels like they're there it's shot on location or whatever you want to put it you know it feels yeah they did a they did a good thing i'm glad that they didn't do the whole smaug thing from hobbit where they show the full body right away well not mm-hmm. right away but you know the second movie by the time the second movie comes out you see the full body and it's not as scary anymore yeah so here and obviously they were doing it to save money as well but so did jaws and that's what made jaws amazing the fact that you kept it like mysterious you weren't sure exactly how it looks there's even that funny little moment where they're they're doing the set pieces and he's like that's not the scale (laughs) yeah and he's like oh no it is the scale and he's like oh shit And then when you finally just see the neck come out and you think it's about to eat the banta and it just gobbles up the sand dude, I was cracking. I was like, oh shit. So (laughs) it was funny, but it also made it scary because you just saw just like that quiet little just boom and just gobbles and he just goes right back in. I was like, oh shit. It almost reminded me of Tremors actually. Yeah, right. But I I just like that. It added to the mystery of it and it made it look good. If it would have just been fucking moving around and just doing crazy shit without anything to cover it up. I think it would have felt fakey and 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 th- this was a nice way to 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 give you the illusion that it's a real a real good looking um effect yeah so de- definitely props to that obviously there's more budget this season you can tell but they made it look really fucking good and i'm glad yeah. and, and i find it interesting that there's more moss places i mean moss are quote unquote the city yeah and you know so, i didn't yeah, I didn't really know that or even think yeah, about yeah. that. I looked up if that was something created for the show, Moss Espa. And apparently it's in the MMO Old Republic. So they're 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 taking these from everything. Yeah, they are. I don't yeah. So I was like, oh that's kinda cool. So yeah, I guess there are different moss places. But this one was clearly like the shithole compared yeah. to, you know, Moss Eisley. And, and, and the Moss this Moz place also comes out in the book Aftermath. Oh, okay. So that's probably where they yeah. took it to. I, I haven't read Aftermath. I there were a lot of reviews saying that it was just okay. So I, I kinda I, stayed I, away from it. At this point there's no point in reading any of the books if they're gonna be a retcon. Yeah. So they're gonna do retcons like that. Who gives a fuck now? Like like you are just essentially discrediting your own your own your own merchandise, you know? Mm-hmm. Like why why would I why would I bother to you know read the book when certain parts of it are gonna be you know taken out? Yeah, the in, uh, in the popular, aftermath popular media. The aftermath books came out during Force Awakens, so or right after Force Awakens, something like that. Yeah, yeah, that is weird. Uh, but I, I I thought it was a great fucking start to the season. It was uh, action packed. Again, lore building still progressed the story. Had a great surprise at the end, so yeah, it, it kept you going, and I'm, I'm excited to see what else they got. So, wouldn't you predict that uh, uh, Bubba Fett is gonna come back? Uh, because he's definitely not gonna come it, back anytime soon. Honestly, I think I think he's gonna come back the next episode because the next episode he's gonna stay on Tatooine. 
So yeah, I, I, I see him popping up again already. Because if he leaves to another planet, then how's he going to run into Boba again? It's going to be a little weird. It's better to just get right to it. Because then you got to do all the Ahsoka shit later. It's no doubt going to be the second half of the season. So, so I'd rather I, them just I'd rather them just do first half Boba, second half Ahsoka at this point, like an outline ish. Yeah. So and I then, see and then, here. And then work from there. I, I I agree with you in, in, in that with with that point because you know what's the whole point of going off world to come back to the world. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, what do you think, Orlando? I mean, I, I I agree with Pedro. There's no point of um of having him in the episode and then not introduce him in the next the next episode. You know, they usually do that with most shows. With most shows, they'll end the show on that kind of climax and then they pick off from where they left off. Who knows? Maybe episode two would be a, a strictly Boba episode where it took a flashback of like how you got there. And mm. that's a whole fic. You know, mm, there's gonna that'd there's be gonna, nice. There's gonna be filler episodes in this show. What if it's a whole episode of just Boba and that's it, like how he got there and what is he doing? And then episode three I they meet up. That. You know? So mm-hmm, episode mm-hmm. two they go in the past, explain what happened to Boba Fett. And then episode three he meets up with, with Mando. Mm. That makes per- yeah, that makes that perfect good. sense. Yeah. That makes and, perfect and sense. And what, what you're talking about actually makes sense of how because John Favreau essentially has written the next three episodes so he's running up to episode four that so also makes sense John Favreau episodes yeah. that make that makes sense because if you look at season one the first three episodes were a story arc it wasn't filler it was it was the the child and then you know the whole thing with the jaw was in the child and the third one was you know giving away the child and like rescuing him so it was all a nice little story arc that was contained so yeah, you, you guys might be on to something. The, since Favreau is doing these, it might just be like a nice back-to-back Boba story arc, which would be pretty nice. Yeah, man, for sure. At, at this point, um, though, if if he's written the first four, he's actually he's he's essentially written written his own uh, plot line. And mm-hmm. what's kind of crazy, you know, picking up on what you said right now, you know, this is essentially you know, this will essentially be maybe the first four episodes is going to be an entire one chapter i think because after this episode five and eight is uh written by two by favor one by feloni and one by rick famayua so i feel that starting episode five that's when we get all the clone war characters because i was just gonna say that and directed by dave feloni feloni yeah i i agree Chapter 13, episode 5 of season 2 is definitely going to be all the uh, Rosario Dawson, Ahsoka shit happening. I agree. Yeah, so, yeah it just makes sense. Halfway mm-hmm. point, um, it's written by and directed by Dave Filoni, who knows these characters very well inside out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, I think that's the most likely case that's going to happen here. Yeah, yeah. I just got my fingers crossed for Rex, man. They got the actor for Bobo. Just put a beard on him and fucking call him Rex, and then we're set. I'm fingers yeah. crossed. I would love to see Rex, man. He's one of my favorite Clone War characters. Mm-hmm. I have a question with with the success of like Clone Wars and Mandalorian, and obviously um, Dave Finoli being in charge of it all. Do you think the the people the um, you think Star Wars is gonna pivot of how it does it, its movies 
going 100%. forward. 100%. I think so. Yeah. Uh, you got to think about it. Kathleen Kennedy's out. You know, she's... They, they didn't renew her contract. Her contract uh, is up next year. She's gone. So, I think, I think, you know, Disney and all these people are building towards what's next after Kathleen Kennedy. Because if you, if you notice, there's no movies announced. The only movies mm-hmm. that are announced is a trilogy from this piece of shit that is definitely not going to happen at this point. Um, uh, then you have the... <laughs> the wait, wait, Taika. Who, who, wait, wait, who's the piece of shit? <laughs> the piece of shit is D&D? Yeah, D&D. Or, 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 or Ryan D&D, Johnson. But D&D, D&D dropped out. Oh, okay. Dropped R- out Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson has a trilogy. Yeah, Ruin Johnson, yeah. Um, and, Ruin you know, Johnson, <laughs> <laughs> and then you have, um, and then you have the Ty- the Taika movie, and then you have mm-hmm. um, the Kevin Feige movie, which Kevin Feige movie. those those two nobody knows if they're the same or the different. So, mm. I, you know, you, you don't know because he, you know, um, Kevin Feige is just producing it. That's so true. He could have put Taika on it. Exactly, you don't know that. You don't know if they're the same or different movies. So at this mm-hmm. point, those movies are not even dated. They're nothing. So I think they're just waiting for Kenny Kenny to get out, and yeah. whoever comes in to take over, kind of be like, all right, set this up, you know, date it, and I, you know, put production on it, and all that shit. Yeah, I think with the success of this show and the excitement for Obi Wan, I think this is going to be not necessarily the complete future because clearly they're doing movies. But they're definitely going what the Marvel route is. You know, Marvel movies, and then you have the shows to complement it and back and forth. I feel like they're trying to do the Marvel plan for Star Wars. Yeah. Because the shows, you, you have you have a clearer vision of the shows. Because you have the... Uh, the, 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 the Anderson... What's his name? Not Anderson. Um, the Rogue One one. Um, uh, yeah, I can't remember his name, but I know a- who you mean. Anderson Carson, I don't know, something like that. Um, so he, he's they have a show for that. That that show is gonna happen, and it's a prequel to Rogue One. Um, yeah, and yeah. that one that one has the cast already. You know, that one's getting gearing up to start filming soon. Cassian uh, Andor. There you go, Cassian Andor, and they're bringing back the robot. Uh, what's his robot name? Is K two S O. K2SO because um, Alan Tudyk is back to do that um, and then you know we have uh, Obi-Wan like Pedro mentioned earlier that's that's going to come too so you, you have a clearer vision of what's happening in Disney Plus than you have of the movies um, mm-hmm. and you know it, I think as soon as Kathleen Kennedy is gone and they put whoever is coming in next that's that's going to kind of give you what's the future of, of Star Wars from there mm-hmm. And as long as they keep them different uh, genres, I think it'll keep it interesting. Because, you know, one of the biggest thing was like, oh, Star Wars fatigue. Yeah, but if you make one, I don't know, spectacular, galactic, uh, or more warlike, and this one's more Western-like, yeah. and then maybe you can go Knights of the Old Republic and get more Force lightsaber-ish. Yeah. If you keep them different enough, you'll have a, a, a variety of a, like, you know, a, and you have a genre. Because mm. right now, like you said, Mandalorian is like a Western. And the Cash and Endor is going to be like a spy movie. And, yeah, right. It's going to be, yeah. And then um, the Obi-Wan show is going to definitely going to be a drama. You know, there, there's, 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 there's no way you cannot make Obi-Wan a, not a drama. Um, yeah. So, like, they, 
you already have these shows kind of already have their own different feel and what will be even more awesome is like what pedro mentioned uh you know when we talked about pedro's getting getting the han solo a series too and that would be amazing because yeah. now you now you know what 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 was um what was Darth Maul doing oh after oh, yeah. after after yeah. six you know and and Rogue One, I mean after not after six right. Um after, no no after af- three after after, after three. three. What, what what is he doing between three and six, at this point? You know what, no what, no what? no. What is he doing between three and Rebels? The oh yeah, Rebels. He die, yeah, he dies in Rebels. Spoiler so, yeah. alert: He dies in Rebels. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you're right. So what happens between three and Rebels? Which Rebels is right before, right before four, right? Rebels is right before yeah, Rogue One and four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right before Rogue One because that one kind of leads into it. So yeah, it, it's it would be amazing to see what happens there because you know he took over the underworld. What did he do when he was with the underworld? You know, like yeah, and you saw and, that, and you also. Saw that piece of and, it. Yeah, and also Daenerys' character did the same. She's working under him. So there was so much story because they were clearly trying to plan a trilogy and that never went anywhere. So, yeah. And all those actors will definitely come back for, you know what? A, yeah. a show. You know, Daenerys would definitely do a, a show. This yeah. guy, he, he was doing a show. Uh, the Han Solo guy was doing a show. You know, Yeah, uh, but it got canceled. It got canceled. It got, it was exactly. The, uh, he got canceled. So, like, he, he has time. Uh, yes, <laughs> so Donald Glover, I, I think he said that he's willing to. Oh, they were do, they're gonna also do a potential show of um, Lando Clarissian, Lando mm. Clarissian, and Donald Glover is gonna come back to do that. So like you see, like the Disney Plus has kind of a little little pieces here and there, and if they ever end yeah. up ma- uh, happening, and I'm pretty mm. sure he's gonna he he could do that the Han Solo show too. So it's kind of like, why not, man? Why not? Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, so they they, they we should kinda definitely went, continue we, that story. We kind of went off a bit of a tangent of the future of Star Wars, but I'm sure it'll all play out afterwards. Yeah. Well, the future of Star Wars is a a lot of it happens in this show. This yeah. show is gonna open up Pandora's box of what's what's coming soon. You know. I I I think so. Especially putting Ahsoka into live action. That's that that opens up possibilities. And and if it's true what they say, they're gonna spin her off. Another show. Look at that. another show is gonna happen out of this. So the shows are the shows are popping more than the movies, and I think mm-hmm. the movies are gonna show themselves once um uh once uh, Kathleen Kennedy's gone. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they'll retcon or fix the new sequel, the the trilogy? No, I don't know. I think they're gonna just ignore it. <laughs> I think they're going to ignore it as much as possible and then kind of like how they did they ignored the prequels and then they were like oh wait we we could make an entire show to fix it and then they did they did Clone Wars to fix the prequels so I kind of feel like they're going to do the same eventually they're going to kind of ignore it and then go oh let's make a show to fix up the plot Be- holes between 7 and 8 I mean 8 and 9 yeah they could do anything but you don't they're know definitely what gonna eight and nine. Yeah, but they're definitely gonna ignore it for now, for sure. Definitely. That's a smart no. play. You have to, man. You're gonna have to distance yourself from all that crap until you mm. could, you know, 
make it successful again the films mm-hmm. uh, until yeah. they don't have a hit they're not gonna they're not gonna do that they're not gonna go call back something that was so divisive so between the fan base so yeah it's just gonna be interesting and this show is the key to it all because this show opens up a lot of uh, a lot of goodies especially the midway point of the show if we're if we're if if our prediction is correct here yeah definitely all right gents any last thoughts before we wrap this up no no that, that that about wraps it up all right, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, let us know what you thought about season two, episode one premiere of The Mandalorian. What did you think? Did you enjoy it as much as we did? What do you think is coming up next in the show? What is the future of Star Wars looking like in your eyes? Pretty damn good, I think. <laughs> let us know all this and more. Till next time. <laughs> bye bye. Later, guys. Thank you.